Today, we're talking about taxes, IRAs, LLCs, and finances. This is Mina. And this is Tia. And you're listening to Yeah, No. The podcast about starting a business at the intersection of design and healthcare. Today, we're going to be talking about things that you need to do to start your business. The things that you don't want to think about that might not be that fun. So here are the top things you should know before starting a business. Get organized. A lot of people have a lot of great ideas, but no follow through because of the lack of organization. Get legal advice. You always sound good when you can say, let me run that by my lawyer. Bring an accountant on board. It's important to know that a good accountant will help you so that you understand the ins and outs of the state, federal, and local tax codes. And number five, know your tax requirements. There's a couple other things to consider. You should consider setting up your business as an operating entity rather than being a sole proprietor, such as a corporation or an LLC. There's differences between the two. It's also important to Establish a solo 401k for your business. Another word for a solo 401k is sometimes called a self-directed 401k. I can't talk in this voice anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You are impressively good at this boring voice. Do you think it's soothing? No. (laughs) Do you think it sounds like a robot? No. I think it sounds like a voiceover for some instruction manual. I've been working on that as a second career. Yeah. I know we got really deep into. It's funny because we have been talking about these things, right? Finances and forecasting. And we have to consider our IRAs and our taxes and our profits and loss and all that kind of stuff. And it's no fun. It's kind of the adult part. But it doesn't make me feel like an adult. It just makes me want to roll up in a ball and cry. Well, our our reactions are not adult, (laughs) but we have to actually be an adult. Yeah. I think that this stuff is, it can get really boring. It can be really monotonous. And it can be just not this part of your business that you dreamt of when you said, I'm going to start a business and follow my passion and I'm going to quit my day job and I get to do this forever. And then you get hit with this terrible reality of, I, I have to do all these bookkeeping and yeah, keeping you track you were, of invoices and the focus was going to be like accountant. the quality of your work or your creative vision or all of that. But we did a lot of steps that people told us to do in the spirit of like the things that are boring that no one wants to talk about. People were like, you've got to see a lawyer. Do you remember this? Right. And we were like, okay, 
we're going to go see a lawyer. We've got to find a lawyer. So then we like did all this research and asked around. So we go into the office. I think we brought some initial paper, paper contracts or yeah. something. And then we go into our spiel about like, we're starting a business. We're doing all this stuff. Da, da, da. And um, the lawyer looks at us and was like, what's your question? Come back to me when you need me to review something. And then she charged us an hour and then for she her time. Us, like three hundred dollars for that. Yeah, and I think that it's a good idea to keep a running list of those questions, right? Because inevitably you get in front of your accountant or your lawyer and you say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna remember those questions that I had and it's not true, you'll forget. And so as you're going along, if things aren't urgent, to just keep a running a tally of okay here are the questions that I need to ask my accountant so that then when they're charging you for that hour or whatever you go to go see them you're at least getting all of the questions that you have answered um, at the same time what things did we learn from our accountant that were has have been helpful to set up in the early days of our business one I think is the the SEP IRA which is basically your retirement fund for self-employed people. And I think the biggest thing with the SEP is that if you only have, let's say, at the end of the year, $10,000 in the bank, right? And I'm going to put whatever, $5,000 of dollars of, in my IRA. Remember that giving yourself money that, yes, you can't use until you retire, but giving yourself money is way better than paying the government It's tax money. deductible. Yeah. I think the other big thing that self-employed people always forget is their quarterly taxes. And it's always such a huge burden on April 15th uh. if you haven't paid your quarterly taxes. Yeah. And so because as a person who runs their own business or who pays themselves, you don't get taxes immediately taken out of your paycheck. And so... Don't make the mistake of, of trying waiting. to pay at all at one time. I mean, it's worth being a little lean in the beginning to make sure that you have that money socked away. And one of the good things that we did was looking at quarterly forecasts. And it sounds so like dorky, right? Yeah. But, you know, that really helped us get ahead and really understand, like, how much money are you spending every month and how much money is coming in and then looking out three to six months to make sure that we have enough to cover six months worth of overhead and expenses. I found something. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to love this. What did you find? Do you remember, like, in the early days, I had a friend that said, oh, you should just keep a journal yeah. of, you know, of all of the things that are happening with the business? You really did that? I did it. <laughs> and I found it. It's I hate journals. I, I'm not a journaler either. Right? Yeah. But amazing. I did it for one year. I'm really, like, proud of myself that, that is pretty impressive. I had the discipline. And Every day? No, but it starts from a little before we started Diagram till one year, until okay. 2014. So I thought that I could share some. Oh, great. I know. It's really... I, I'm the one who wrote it, so it's really more embarrassing for me. No, it's more embarrassing for the people listening. <laughs> I know. If if you're sensitive, well, just what's a disclaimer. That, you know, yeah, the one? disclaimer that they always put About in? obscenity? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if you have children in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to consider... Covering their ears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. Let me blow the dust off. I'm scared. <gasps> yeah, whatever. You read it every night. Let oh, me God, just, that's the tiniest little journal. Let ever. me just describe the journal to you. Does it, it have is, a little lock and a key on it? 
It does. Wait, let me let me open it. Click. <laughs> um, it is white. It's a mole, white moleskin. So let me crack it open. <laughs> the person who gave this to me wrote on the first page. There's a like a place where you can put like a little dedication. Yeah. And it says, you want to read it? Moving on up 2013. Yeah. Moving on up. That's right. We're like the Jeffersons. <laughs> okay. Here we go. January. Oh, it's starting at the beginning. January 3rd, 2013. We need to focus on what we do and what we do best. I'm starting to feel like I'm juggling a lot. I need to get organized and stay focused. I'm excited about what's possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cute to think that you were excited about what's possible. <laughs> I mean, I was excited about what's possible too. Like, but I just kind of feel like the person who told you to keep the journal was like, you should keep a journal so that you'll know when you're excited about what's possible. And then you wrote down, I'm excited. About <laughs> today, what's today I feel excited. <laughs> well, this is funny because five days later, this is January uh -oh. 8th, 2013. Uh -huh. I'm feeling anxious. <laughs> uh, working at the place that we used to work at is gnawing at my gut and, and taking away from the time I just had to think and work on the studio. I'm worried about getting sucked in. I'm worried that we're not yet making the right connections. I'm worried about the first client. I think, I mean, I think a lot of people start or start to think about starting their own business when they already have a job. Yeah. And I think that that's, it's kind of speaks to that a little bit, right? Is that we worked every weekend trying to figure out all the details around starting Diagram. Yeah. And it was a lot of worry, yep. right? It's hard because you have the stress of that and then the stress of starting something new and that can be really challenging. Yeah. We need another entry. Okay. Um, should I go further down? I don't know. Just open, let's be crazy about it. Oh, 528.13. First day. Diagram. That's because you quit your job before I quit my job. Well, let's see what I say. <laughs> Happy to be done and starting diagram. Tina's still working till June 14th and on vacation until June 6th. <laughs> you are busy. <laughs> hey, here's a tip. When you're about to quit your job, I, I'm worried about use, 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 use up your full vacay, vacay days. I worked hard for those vacay days, okay? Uh, if you're going to quit two weeks before you quit, take a vacay. Uh, it also says we had our first client. So yeah, we did have our first client. I was so worried about worry, 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 and then we had our first client. So oh, if that May you could talk back to the January you. <laughs> well, let's talk about that first client. Getting that first client is kind of one of the biggest things, and it can be a challenge to find that first client, right? right. And what we did was searched out every single network that we had ever made yeah. and told them basically, hey, I'm quitting my job to start my a new thing. Yeah. Um, and that can be really hard for people, I think, to put themselves out there. Right. You know, and only until you had that did you really feel secure that Diagram was going to actually do something. Yeah. Right. And that some of the benefits of doing all that networking and, and reaching out to people, we didn't reap that until right. a year later. Here's Speaking of a year later, 
February 11th, 2014. January was a slow month. (laughs) It gets hard not to worry about our future and how we will stay afloat. I'm scared I won't be able to survive. I'm scared about... Survive. You're going to die. I know. It's so, so dramatic. <laughs> what if I starve? I'm scared about not knowing how far to push it. Can I commit for three years? Ooh. I feel like I have to give it at least that or even five, but I'm afraid it will get harder before things pick up. Two things in there, I think, is um, that there were some downtimes, slow times. There's always downtimes. Not were. There's always downtimes. Yeah, times. and that... Um, you know, our strategy was just to stay busy and we just would, would try to do stuff. Our own projects. Yeah. Our own internal things. And I also think getting organized during that yeah. time. I mean, it's it's hard because you're unmotivated to get organized, but it's always harder to do it when you're actually busy because yeah. that stuff just falls to the wayside so quickly. Right, right. Know? So we would have our quarterly meetings. We would have our forecast. As if meetings. we had... Yeah. Clients and business and right. money coming in. We also did things like we took walks every day. Do you remember that? Right. We took because we felt like we had to just walk and Get talk. Out. Our walk and talks. Yeah. We got to bring this back. Yeah. Where did they go? Hey, I try to do walk and talks. I know. You're better at it than me. And that's the second point is that we also really believe in goals. Mm-hmm. Those are also really important to do. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to walk and talk. Okay. Well, one of our goals for this year was to do this podcast, which I think is really good. Mm-hmm. We always try to do that at the beginning of the year to set these goals. Yeah. And one reason why it's good to set goals is measurement. Yeah. And you feel really successful when you say, I did this podcast yeah. this year. That was w- what our goal was, right? right? It's something that makes you feel accomplished. Yeah. And when things are down, Clients are slow, work is slow, you're concerned. It's always important to have something where you're saying, oh, yeah, but I accomplished that thing or I did a good job. And that's really important. And even I think important, like as we've gotten more busy in the last two years, we've increased the amount of time that we've spent on goals. Mm -hmm. Like we used to only meet once a year to talk about goals and evaluate. And now even though we're busy, we took the time to say, like, we need to do it twice year because when you get busy you have the tendency to just be like everything's fine or you're just focusing on just the moment um and not thinking ahead and so uh, some good advice we got um actually from my dad who owned his own business for many years was think about your goals in terms of one year three years and five years yeah because there's just different measurement for those different um moments or sections yeah yeah that was a nice journey down memory lane. Yeah. Do you want to read one more? Let's just read Let's one. Read one. Just I'll read one at the end. Yeah. Then. Let's see how it's different. Read one from yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh, here. 8-18-2014. So okay. August. After a year of yeah. business. Things are starting to get busy. We have two new clients and possible clients and more work. Got tweeted today. (laughs) That happened once. (laughs) (laughs) The retreat. Oh, that's funny. We were just talking about this. The retreat, which is where we talk about our goals, was so good to clear the air. Oh, we We had to clear the air. (laughs) And clarify our commitment to diagram. Now we need to figure out where 
to go next. Bye, diary. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. So maybe that's a good tip, too, like in your first year. Keep a diary. Yeah, I kind of wish I had kept a journal now. I, plus, because I'm so terrible at, lis- at, at remembering things, too, that I think that it's always really good. Yeah. Um, it's super embarrassing. That was really painful to read through that. I know. I'm sure it was. That's why, that's why I hate that. I know. Am I, mean, I that dramatic? I'm going to... I might die. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lightning round that oh, we want to yeah. do. Where's my lightning round? Got it. The lightning round is... What are the rules? Here are the rules is that I'm going to read out two really bad things that you have to deal with when you're starting your own business. And you have to choose which one is less bad. Like, which one would you rather do? Okay. Right. Does that... Uh Uh-huh. Lesser of two evils. The lesser of two evils. You have to do it very quickly. Don't think about it. I'm not so good at this. Yeah. Okay. I know. Try not to process it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Lightning round. Ding, ding. Mia, in one second or less, pick the lesser of two evils. Invoicing or doing expenses? Doing expenses. Writing contracts or reading the tax code? Writing contracts. You've already been hit by lightning. That was, like, way too slow. Look at me. Ready? Are you ready? Yes. Speaking with a lawyer or speaking with an accountant? Speaking with a lawyer. Why? Because, one, at least I understand a little bit about accounting, and I feel like there's so much legalese that I need, like, a translator to help me figure it out. You're getting the game backwards. You're choosing the one that's worse. Oh, shoot. You're trying to pick the one that's less evil. Why do I always want to go to what's bad? I'm so dramatic. I don't know. We, like, we just... You just... Re- <laughs> you just You just reiterated the lesser of two evils, and then you pick the bad one. Tina, pick the lesser of two evils in five seconds or less. Invoicing or doing expenses? Invoicing. Why? Because expenses take so much time. Okay, so when you do expenses, everybody does their expenses differently. But it's really important to keep a very close tally of all of the things that you spend money on. Meaning receipts. your receipts. The other thing, too, with receipts that I feel like I have a hard time doing is that it's kind of good to think about it kind of like rent. You should set the same day that you're going to do all your receipts every month so if you're going to do it on the 30th of the month set it for the last day of the month so that you always know um that that's something that you have to do on that day i know it's just such a not a fun thing to do i know it's terrible neither is rent but you still pay it i know um our producer sean had a a lightning round component what was your lightning round what's the plan i have a couple quotes here that i found and as business owners I wanted to know your immediate reactions okay okay so you're gonna read a quote and then we're gonna talk amongst ourselves mm-hmm. okay you're kind of like Robin and we're stern oh yeah okay I mean yeah the hardest thing to understand in the world is the income tax oh God. I agree <laughs> totally 
Absolutely. Why is the language so confusing? I know. And who an accountant that? who can. Albert Einstein. Oh, he's so smart. <laughs> I love Albert. Albert Einstein didn't say <laughs> that. Don't believe everything the internet says. That's what Abraham Lincoln said. <laughs> most people think small because most people are afraid of success afraid of making decisions afraid of winning oh no is that from Mia's quote uh, for her for her journal <laughs> afraid who of winning that? I don't who know about that? afraid of winning I'm, I think I know who this is Donald no Trump. shut up what do we say about saying his name? He is the orange one the in the orange, orange house. The orange one. Um, I don't agree with it because he said it. Yeah. I actually don't really agree with it because that's bullshit. Not af- like uh, not afraid of winning. I mean, first of all, I don't know if it's winning. Are we winning a diagram? <laughs> We're winners. I mean, winning implies that you are against someone else. That that's guy's what crazy. He Sorry, can I go back? Um, the one thing that we're thinking about doing this year, and it seems, I guess, really important because of the election outcome, is making donations. Yeah. Donations are tax deductible. There's a limit. But, you know. I just heard thing. about a great thing called Rage Donations. What is that? It's basically a website where when you're angry, you go to to donate to causes that you feel like will help combat the Oh, anger. my God. Amazing. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's so smart. So you smart. have to do rage donations. I he feel started that way. it the day after the orange one got elected. Yeah, I know. Because that's what happens. Make you feel better. So next episode, we are going to talk about collaboration. Collabor- you and me. Yeah. You, well, me not and just others. No. no, you, me, and others. We've already yeah. talked about you and me. <laughs> I think that our work is not successful unless we collaborate, right? Yeah, and there's a certain. I mean, I think that collaboration gets thrown around. Mm-hmm. Very loosely. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's what does not that mean? be loosey goosey about it. <laughs> I think we have some perspectives on it, like usual. Yeah. So visit us at yanopodcast.com. Check out our Instagram, yanopodcast. Yano is produced by Sean Nazari and recorded at Figure Eight Studios here in Brooklyn. Thanks again, of course, to Chess Smith, who produced and performed our music. And to Michael Coleman for recording us. See you all in a couple weeks.